This is the Panthers Halftime Report. A look at the first half and what's ahead for the Panthers. Now, Dave Cohen. All right, thanks, Jeff. We're back here at Cajun Field in Lafayette. A little bit longer halftime show tonight because it's a homecoming here at uh, Louisiana. So they've tacked an extra five minutes up on the clock at halftime. And uh, along with Harper LaBelle, Georgia State in that first half, 298 total yards on offense. And even though uh, they took advantage of the turnover, Harper, 84 uh, total yards, under 100 yards in the first half there for uh, the Raging Cajuns. Dave, in your experience being a uh, Boston Celtics fan, you know, back in the day, would you consider it to be a, a a small win if you're playing against Michael Jordan and he averages 33 points a ball game and you've got him under 10 in the first half? That's that's kind of a win. That's the way I'm looking at this right now. I'm thinking a team that averages just about 450 yards of offense and they've got less than 100 in the first half, and it's taken two turnovers to keep you in the ball game otherwise it's a blowout right now i i feel really good i'm very confident about how georgia state has been able to fight here against an excellent you know that name a team in the west of the Sun Belt that's done better over the last 10 maybe 15 years than louisiana all right darren granger's situation you know he was 11 of 12 with 188 yards and two touchdowns before going out of the ball game yeah it was a great first half uh, I was going to say, you know, his only completion was on when he was throwing the ball away and he ended up getting penalized. So that incompletion doesn't count because of the penalty. But uh, uh, spot on in so many cases and, and just throwing the ball well and getting it to, you know, Kadarius, I think, has the only guy I saw that had a drop. Everybody else was just catching the ball and, and he was finding the open receivers. So I think that. You get Michaeli Colacerto to come in here. You make him run. You give him a, another pitch and read option. And then he scores the touchdown. He gets hit. He gets hit a second time. Granted, you got to make sure he holds on to the football. But I think he's now ready to, to start going deep and, and opening up this offense instead of just being a give the ball to Marcus Carroll for the rest of the game. I don't know. I think you got to manage the game just a little bit differently now. Well, yeah, you have a different guy. I'm just saying instead of just handing it off and we're going to run, 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 run again or punt, you're going to have to put the ball in the air, and I think you've got to get a guy that's ready. And Michaelis, you know, after he's had about seven or eight, nine plays uh, to get himself ready, he does have a completion. It was a short one to Amon Green, but now you can go a little bit deeper. Yes, you, you do have to manage the ball. He's the guy right now. Don't lose this for us. Right. At least that's the way I'm thinking that the coaches are going to approach this. You're not going to make him do something silly, but he's got to get rid of the ball. They they have 20 sacks now. They had 19 coming into this ball game, and that fumble that ended up causing uh, really the only scoring drive that they have right now. Uh, got to get rid of the football and it, just throw it away. That's fine. Georgia State won the coin toss. We'll have the audio highlights, but once again, as we talked about, Earlier in the broadcast, Coach Elliott wins the co- we win the coin toss. He wants that offense right in the field, and by and by, uh, if not for the fumble at the goal line, would have scored the touchdown. Yeah, by design. Let's get the yep. ball into the, our guy. You know, we're averaging almost 40 points a game. Let's see if this defense here can stop us, no matter who it is. Against Marshall, against uh, our previous opponents, we've taken the ball first. A lot of teams like to defer, but uh, I think Sean Elliott and the offense, maybe Darren is the one who says, no, give me the ball. I want it right now. Right from the get-go, let's see if we can score on the first drive. All right, halftime here in Lafayette, Louisiana. Great weather tonight here as we look out our radio broadcast booth window as the Panthers have a 20-7 to lead in the locker room at halftime in a game that could very well be 28 to nothing 
if not for the turnovers. But we are where we are at this point, 20 to 7 here at halftime. We're back. Harper's going to take a look at our first half stats. We'll have a listen to the first half audio highlights, and we'll check the scoreboard in the Sunbelt Conference. A little bit lighter football day on this Saturday with some games on uh, Tuesday and Thursday. We'll recap all the scoring uh, coming up after this timeout. Two-minute break from Lafayette, Louisiana tonight. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, Wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Panther fans, this is Georgia State football head coach Sean Elliott. Follow the Panthers all season here on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Comfort is a new home that's a perfect fit for your family. Comfort is living in a right choice home where your kids grow up and fill each room with memories. A home built so well that the comfort level is actually guaranteed by Jackson EMC. That really is comfort. That's right choice. Energy-efficient homes from Jackson EMC. Better homes, better living. Only from Jackson EMC. To learn more, visit jacksonemc.com. Panther Halftime Show continuing tonight here from Lafayette, Louisiana. Sean Elliott, Georgia State in the locker room leading the host region Cajuns here in Game 7 for the Panthers this year, 20-7. to and it could be a little bit different score if not for the turnovers. Harper with a quick look at our first half stats. Well, the most important one, obviously, is the score. It's 20-7. to 7. You look at the Raging Cajuns. They had six first downs, 15 rushes for a total of 50 yards. They only had 34 in the air. So six of 17 in terms of their throwing. 32 total plays for 84 yards. Some of the... Big stats that I saw was uh, they punted four times for 41 and a half yards. Uh, defense had a couple of three and outs. They did a good job. Total time of possession, 12 minutes and eight seconds. They were four of nine on third down attempts. They were zero for zero on fourth, and they had two chances in the red zone. We forget that their star kicker had a miss, his first one of the year. He was six for six prior to this game, and he misses that red zone attempt that they had earlier in the ball game, but Zion Chris, in terms of rushing, had nine attempts for 35 yards. Jacob Cabote had four 
for a total of six yards, and one of those was that touchdown that he had. Zylan Perry had one attempt for five yards. In terms of passing, Zion Chris was six for 17. He had no interceptions. He was sacked twice and a total of 34 yards in the air. Leading receiver was Terrence Carter. He had two for 10 yards. Charles Robinson also had two receptions for nine yards. Jacob Bernard had one for 10 yards among the leaders there for them. Uh, leading tackler was Courtline Flowers. He had a total of six. Jasper Williams, Mason Narcisse, and Tyrone Lewis each had five. Uh, none of them had uh, credit for any of uh, the sacks or, or tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Now for the good guys, let's look at Georgia State. A total of 42 offensive plays, quite a lot there for a first half. That first half was almost two hours long. It was a minute and 50, uh, one hour and 50 minutes. Total offensive plays, 42, as I mentioned, 497 yards. There were a couple of times where the Panthers put the ball on the ground. They lost two fumbles. They punted once for 42 yards. Their time of possession was 17 minutes and six seconds, so almost a five-minute advantage over what the Raging Cajuns had. They were seven of nine on third down. So once again, the Panthers are really dominating on third down and doing a good job, and they scored on three of their four chances. And as Dave mentioned just a few moments ago, that first opportunity, once we got the ball and the game started, we had the ball at the one-yard line, and we were not able to score. We fumbled, and uh, the Raging Cajuns got the ball back after the fumble was recovered and run back to about the 32-yard line, they took over. Marcus Carroll had 21 carries for 98 yards. Darren Granger had five for six yards, and Michaeli Colacerto had three attempts for two total yards, but one of those was for a touchdown. Darren Granger was 11 for 12 in the air. He had 188 yards and two touchdowns. He was sacked once. His long play was that 49-yarder to Talik Williams. Talik had four receptions for 76 yards. Amon Gree had four for 44 yards, and he has two touchdowns tonight. Big night for Amon Gree. Marcus Carroll had two receptions for 55 yards. Robert Lewis only targeted once. He had a catch for a total of eight yards, and that's the receiving look. Cade Loggins had one punt, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. That was a 42-yarder. Leading tackle uh, tackler for the Georgia State Panthers was Justin Abraham. He had six. Jeremiah Johnson, Josiah Robinson, Tony McCray each had three apiece. And again, the halftime score is 20 to 7 in favor of Georgia State. All right, stations on our radio network tonight, including 88.5 FM WRAS, our 50,000 watt flagship in Atlanta, WRAS. Folks listening in Gainesville, Hall County, and across North Georgia. On Glory 97.5 FM, WGTJ. Those of you listening on the GSU Athletics mobile app and online at lowcountryradio.com and wrbjradio.com. Appreciate you tuning in wherever you're listening from tonight. Georgia State, again, a 20-7 lead over Louisiana on the road here tonight in Lafayette. So for stations on our radio network, top of the hour, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Georgia State football radio network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. Back after this two-minute timeout, tonight's first half audio highlights. Georgia State leading Louisiana on the road 20-7. to Two-minute timeout here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. 
Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. If you need to communicate to a lot of people, you need Gainesville Signs and Graphics. They are a full-service sign company. From consultation through construction, they'll handle all aspects of your sign needs. Political signs, banners, magnetics, monuments, subdivision and street signs, as well as vehicle and storefront graphics. So trust your sign needs to Gainesville Signs and Graphics. Check out their website at GainesvilleSignsAndGraphics.com or call 770-533-5700. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia. Back sports. here in La- Lafayette, Louisiana, our Panther halftime show continuing. Time now for our first half audio highlights. Again, 20 to 7, our score here after uh, two quarters. And Georgia State won the coin toss. And as we saw most recently against Marshall, elected to put the offense on the field first. And it almost paid off yet again. The Panthers drove all the way down the field on that first possession. And Marcus Carroll got the call uh, with the ball basically at the goal line. And he ended up trying to reach. From my vantage point, it looked like Marcus was trying to reach with the football to cross the plane, cross the goal line plane, and was looking for the touchdown signal. He never got it. The ball was batted away by K.C. Osai and recovered by Kendra Grant, who returned it to the 32. And the Panthers, instead of coming away with at least six, more than likely seven, came away with nothing. On the ensuing drive, after recovering the fumble and returning it to the 32, Louisiana's drive stalled, and they ended up missing a 42-yard field goal attempt with 40 seconds remaining in the first quarter. So Georgia State and Louisiana were scoreless heading into the second quarter. Panthers would score first. Darren Granger would find Talik Williams with a 47-yard pass play all the way down to the two-yard line, but back-to-back penalties would break it, would make it, and back it up and make it third and 24 at the 24-yard line. And that didn't seem to bother Darren Granger that much. He just said, well, I'll keep an eye out for number 85, uh, my tight end. And Granger, from 24 yards out, found number 85, Amon Green, on this first scoring play of the night. It's across the middle. Caught him on Green. Touchdown, Georgia State. 
Georgia State's big tight end, 85, Amon Green, sprinting straight down the field. Ball thrown beautifully right down the center to Green. He just reached up, hauled it in, in the end zone. That's a Georgia State touchdown on third and 24. The Panthers strike first here tonight in Lafayette. Seven play drive, 75 yards, took only a minute 53. Uh, but Liam Rickman missed the point after attempt. And so instead of a 7-0 score, it was 6-0. Granger would then find, uh, would then dump it off to Marcus Carroll. By the time you get done counting yards after the catch, it was 46 yards all the way down to the Louisiana 3. This is on their next possession now. Ball at the 3-yard line. Granger would find number 85, Amon Green. So it's at the 3. Shakari Carter in motion. They're going to uh, fake the handoff. Dump it off. Another touchdown pass to the tight end, Amon Green, who cuts to the corner of the end zone. They fake the handoff. Granger rolls out, and Amon Green is all by himself, makes the catch. That's a Georgia State touchdown, and Georgia State Harper goes up 12-0, 949 to go here in the second quarter. Drive stats almost identical to the first scoring play. Instead of 7 and 75, it was seven plays, 73 yards. In a minute, 57. Isaac Kone this time on the PAT. It was good. And so 6 plus 7 is 13. It was a 13-0 ball game. Again, with the uh, injury to Darren Granger, he comes out of the ball game. McKaylee Colasurdo comes in, leads the Panther offense on their next possession on a 10-play drive, 68 yards in just under five minutes. Ball is at the three-yard line, and the snap to McKaylee Colasurdo on this play. Colasurdo out of the shotgun, takes the snap. McKaylee's going to tuck it, and he's going to run into the end zone. Touchdown, McKaylee Colasurdo and the Georgia State Panthers. And the Panthers go up 19 to nothing here in Lafayette on a quarterback keeper, basically right up the middle. 20 to nothing with the PAT. Georgia State ahead there. Another big play, not a positive big play, a negative big play. This one favoring the Raging Cajuns. Uh, McKaylee Colasurdo hit as he was attempting to pass the football. They ruled it a fumble. It was recovered at the 32. And then five plays, 27 yards in 53 seconds, the time of the drive. Finally, Jason Cabote, three-yard touchdown run. PAT was good, 20-7 to our score here as we get ready for the second half. Quick update in our Sunbelt Conference college football scoreboard. Well, with 48 seconds left in the game, Old Dominion has taken the lead 28-21 over Appalachian State. We got Appy in a couple of weeks. And from Jonesboro, Arkansas, there's three minutes and 52 seconds left. Arkansas State is trailing Coastal Carolina. Coastal does have the ball. It's 20-10 to with just a few minutes left in that ball game. All right, back deep is 21's Island Perry as the third quarter is about to get underway. Brayton McAllister, the Charlotte 49er transfer with the kickoff. That's a high end-over-end kick, and that's going to land on the U in Louisiana in the end zone to our left. And it'll come out to the 25 for the Raging Cajuns here as third quarter is now underway. I am getting a message from Georgia State Media Relations that Darren Granger is scheduled to return we'll see he's on the sideline at about the 24 yard line just kind of talking doesn't have a helmet on now here's where you gotta be concerned are the raging cajuns going to come back are they going to rage right here or is our defense going to be able to stop them force a punt how are we going to match this up here's the first play it's going to be a run play 
And trying to get to the outside is 21, Zyland Perry. He's going to pick up, well, looks like three yards. It'll be second down and seven coming up here for the Real Raging Cajuns. For that guy. He, he barely got to the 27, and they get marked at the 28, but second and seven. You're playing on the road, Harper, remember. Yeah, I know. Second down and seven. Here's the snap on the way to Zeon Chris. Here's the snap, and they're going to run it, and... That's going to be a loss of yards right there. Great job. Zyland Perry took the handoff. Georgia State had white jerseys in the backfield ASAP. Yeah, Justin Abraham read it perfectly and yep. was untouched. Gets through the line, and uh, they give him forward progress of a foot. But uh, great job of Justin stopping that play. They Third. had a bunch formation where everybody was in. They had all 11 guys uh, in between, uh, you know, the, the traditional box that you have. Now they're spreading it out a little bit. Cabote in at running back now. They've got two wide here to the near side, one to the far side for Jason Chris on third down and seven. Here's the snap. Chris got pressure coming. He's going to roll out here to the far side. Comes across the 15, across the 20, 25, and gets run out of bounds We're into the Louisiana Raging Cajun sideline. He goes out at the 31-yard line, well shy of the first down marker. And that's going to bring up fourth down. Well, I don't know how... Our referee doesn't throw a flag. Javon Dennis had been grabbed, literally, and then pulled back in. He was on the left edge of the defense, and when Chris begins to roll out, he's the closest guy to him, and you can just see his jersey being pulled away from him. But the official right there, the closest one to him is Scott Broadway. He does not throw the flag. And the net result, he gains a yard or two, but it forces a punt. Great job by the Panther defense. Thomas oh, Leo, they're going to throw, and it's going to be a completed pass and a broken tackle, and it's going to end up as a first down. Pass complete. The to pass was completed to number 11, Dalen Cambry, and they pull a trick play out of their bag of tricks, and they convert on the first down play. Look, they're down 20 to 7. I don't know what we're going to see from Louisiana the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, they get the ball out to the 50 yard line. Face mask. Defense oh, good number Lord. 12. 15 yard penalty. First down. Chris Smith, the inside linebacker, had to chase down Cambry, the receiver. And he did it from behind. So instead of a horse collar, I guess he grabbed him around the face mask. Now it's on the 35 yard line in Georgia State territory. Yeah, so uh, when he makes that catch, Dave, he's behind the line. Or even with the line of scrimmage, we make the tackle right there. It's it's over. We get amazing field field position, but they missed a tackle, and he's able to get up to the 50-yard line. And with that penalty, huge change of possession, big difference right there, Dave. 18-yard pickup on the trick play, and then the penalty has them knocking at the door here. Going to be a handoff to Kabodi off left off tackle. He'll zero, get dragged down Kibode. just shy of the 30-yard line. Think of about four. That'll be second a four-yard gain, second and six coming up here. Early third quarter here in Lafayette, Louisiana. Hadn't called Dalen Cambry's name all night. No. No, he's just a he's a backup wide receiver. He's on punt team. And he just slips through the, the line and is able to make a big play. Here's Zeon Chris. Gonna roll out, gonna throw on the run, got a man, it's caught. Jacob Bernard. And he will fall out of bounds just outside the 10-yard line at the 12. Louisiana. Chris takes the snap and spins around and rolls out to his right and buys himself a little bit of time. And Bernard was open at about the 15-yard line, just sitting down in that zone coverage, somewhere between the bottom of the numbers and the sideline. 
And he catches it at about the 15 and gets knocked out of bounds at the 12. First down. So first down at the Georgia State 12. Cabote stays in at running back. Left to right across your radio dial. Snap on the way to Zeon Chris. He's going to hand it off to Cabote. Cabote trying to run off left tackle. Big pile of white jerseys going to send him backwards. And off goes the number zero, Jacob Shamar Cabote. McCollum's in there. Jordan Venzial is in there. Bottom of the pile as they unstack the bodies. Cabote was on the right side of Chris there in that shotgun, but he goes to the left side behind those two big offensive linemen. Left tackle Nathan Thomas being one of them, 6'5", 330. Good job by our defense to stop him there at the line of scrimmage, and he falls forward for maybe a yard and a half, if that. Ricardo Williams, Jr. and Corey Warren. Both involved at first in that tackle. Ball now with the 11, second down and nine. Double tights, they're both on the left-hand side. Zeon Chris going to hand it off. Cabote going to run strong right up the middle inside. And goes to number zero, Jacob Cabote. The 10 to the 5. And the Raging Cajuns knocking at the door. It's just a matter of time, you know. Third we talked about that offense averaging 447 yards and only have 83 at halftime. It was a matter of time before they wake up. Here's Cabote. On a handoff, he tries to cut left and gets dragged backwards. Josiah Robinson coming in no from that inside linebacker position. Down. Getting in that gap between the left guard and the tackle, and they're going to force a field goal. Yep, it's going to bring up fourth down and three. The drive will stall at the five-yard line. Now I'm worried about a fake field goal now here, Dave. Yep, yep. Dale and Cambry to You've got a great kicker. You know, you take the three, and Almondaros... He does have his first miss, but this is a chip shot here. This will be a 23-yarder. From the left hash, you're just inside the left hash. 23-yard field goal. There's the snap. Ball is down. The kick is up. Kick Line is up. drive on the way, and, and it good. is good. 9.29. And so with 9.29 to go here in the third quarter, I guess a win for the Panthers there. After giving up the trick play and then the penalty, they give up just the three. It's now a 20-10 ball game. Again, 9.29 to go. We'll give you the drive stats for Louisiana. Coming up after this timeout, 60-second break. And we'll be back to Lafayette, Louisiana after this on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Usab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM. Back here early third quarter. They're going along with Harper Lavelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Ten play drive, 69 yards, 531. Ends up in a 23-yard field goal by Kenneth Almendaris. And we have a 
20 to 10 ball game. Well, it took a trick play to do it, Dave. Defense got out at that drive with three plays and forced a punt, but Raging Cajuns weren't—they weren't reading the same book we were. They wanted to take advantage of what they saw in, in our punt coverage. Run a receiver to the left flat. He makes a catch, breaks the tackle. Gets the first down, and then with the penalty, they get the ball at the 35-yard line. So two short fields for the Raging Cajuns to score on thus far in the game. Their first score, they get the ball about the 32-yard line. And with the second change of possession, really, that they get to keep it. Another short field at 35 yards, first and 10, and now they've got 10 points. Looks like Darren Granger's helmet is on, and he may come back. There's still another minute to go between uh, the TV timeout. But uh, Darren is over on the sideline. Looks like he's going to come back into the ballgame. All right, good news for Georgia State. Hey, a shout-out to our buddy Freddie Howell listening to us tonight on LowCountryRadio.com all the way out in Boise, Idaho. Really? Yeah. He's not listening to the Bronco game right now? Nope. Good for him. He's a smart man. Talik Williams back deep awaiting the kick from Thomas Leo. Now remember, just before the half, Thomas kicked one about as hard as you could possibly want to kick one, but it was a low-line drive. It ended up going out of bounds, so we get the ball to 35. Kylie Williams. Teen it up for the Cajuns, number 84, Thomas Leo. All right, so Leo set to kick it away. Talik standing back at the five-yard line. And will come in his direction. And he'll field it at the 11. Going to make a return attempt here. Talik's got oh, some got room. Across the 20, 25, 30, 35 across the 40-yard line. He'll get tripped up just shy of the return 40. By Williams. Nice return there by Talik Williams after fielding that at the 11. Boy, Talik just wanted to plant that left foot in the ground and turn it back to the inside. He had all kinds of room if he kept coming to our sideline, which is where the Raging Cajuns are. But a nice job at the 10-yard line of not only fielding it well, but getting an open area. Good job by the blockers as well. Great field position for the Panthers. They take over at the 38. With Darren Granger back in at quarterback. Marcus Carroll lined up just to his right. Kadarius Thompson wide out to the far side. Two wides tier to the near side. Panthers first down from their own 38-yard line. Handed off Marcus Carroll. Running right and in behind one of his blockers. Gets Marcus across Carroll. the 40 up to the 41 with forward progress. Think of a two. Second and eight. Kenyon yeah, Martin, the cornerback. So that puts Marcus over the 100-yard mark. Yep. But uh, seven, eight guys were there hitting him at the very end. Number 21, Keon Martin ends up jumping from a cornerback position. Marcus comes out of the ball game. Well, they give him Freddie three. Brock. Freddie Brock comes in for the first time tonight. Yep, saw him with two carries in the Marshall game. Here's the snap. They're going to fake the handoff. Granger going to throw. It's caught. And a big booming hit on Jakari Carter after he makes the catch. It was Keon Martin right there for the hit out of that quarterback position. Oh, Keon. That, that's very interesting play right there. Jakari ends up going in motion and gets out into the flat but there's there's no room for him to go as soon as he catches it he gets popped maybe a one yard completion we've got that diamond formation along the left hand side one receiver two on each side and a and a fourth receiver behind the two this is on the left side balls on the 
right hash. These receivers are on the left hash mark. Third down and six from the 42-yard line. Granger with an empty backfield. Here's the snap to Darren. He's going to tuck it and run. He's going to run straight ahead. He's not going to get to the first down marker. He'll get across the 45, close to the 46. Had to get to the 48. Let's see what the Coach Elliott and the Panthers decide to do here. They're going to bring the punting unit on. Yeah, an interesting call. We don't know why Darren came out of the ballgame in the first place, but if he's fragile, and you put, the, put him in a position right now where he's got to carry the ball and get a first down, Panthers are a little slow getting the guy out. They they had only 10 guys on the field. Jacob they've Bernard. They've only got eight seconds. You don't want yep. to take a penalty here. Jacob Bernard is back deep. Cade Loggins set to punt the football away. Low snap. And it's going to be a line drive. It'll bounce inside the 25. It's going to be picked up by Bernard on the bounce, on the run. He's going to make a return here. 20, 25, 30, 35. Gets tripped up, stays on his feet, and he gets across the 45 to the 46 before he's run out of bounds. Are you sensing a little bit of a momentum oh, shift to Louisiana? Here's a, here's a play where you kick the ball away, you have it bounce a couple of times, and then a guy gets about a 25-yard return out of it. Absolutely. And the red hat on the field signaling a, signaling a media timeout. And we're going to take it with him. Just inside of seven minutes to play third quarter. 6.56 to be exact. Georgia State 20. The Raging Cajuns of Louisiana 10. Back in 60 seconds from Lafayette, Louisiana tonight. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. 97.5 Glory FM. Georgia State football tonight here on the radio network from Louisiana. Brought to you in part tonight by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Com. Also by the Georgia State University Alumni Association and by Lusab Kia, exit 14 on Georgia 400. Well, following that uh, 23-yard field goal from Almendaris, we've got a 20-10 ball game with 6.56 to go and a big return there uh, by Jacob Bernard. He plays it off the bounce and he returns it 32 yards and they've once again got pretty good field position up to the 46 in their own territory. Yeah, you're talking about the momentum. Absolutely. Even just a, 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 an average punt of five return five return yards, maybe 10, is going to be nice. But this is a 32-yarder, and obviously rest of your offense can, can kind of jump on that train. And the momentum is definitely changing. It's still a two-score game. Let's not, you know, take it away from Georgia State. But we've had history here before, and when you give a crack – 
and allow somebody to put their foot in the door, a lot of times they'll take advantage of it. We've seen it for many, many years. Georgia State offense, we got to, you know, we average almost 40 points a ball game. We got to keep scoring. First down from the 46-yard line. They put the tight end in motion. Here's the snap. Fake on the handoff. Chris going to roll out. Going to throw on the run. Got a man. Throws underneath. It's caught on the reception that time for the Ragin' Cajuns is number nine, and that's Neil Johnson, the tight end. 6'4", 250 out of Mesquite, Texas. Johnson went into motion from the right side to the left, and as soon as the ball was snapped, he just dragged around the field and went back to the right and was wide open. Nobody picked him up there. Big big first down for him at the 40. Robertson goes in motion. Now they're going to run the football, try to get to the outside. Going to be a loss of yards there on that carry. Dre Lynn Washington, the redshirt sophomore at 5'9", out of Hemphill, Texas. I don't see how Landon Burton is center, 6'3", 301-pound guy. Doesn't get called for holding right there. Haven't had a holding call all night, I think, no, on haven't. either on either football team. Well, he Second. had Henry Bryant by, yeah. the, by the jersey. Second down and 11 here for the Ragin' Cajuns, 6.56. I make that 5.56 on a turning clock now. Here's the right hash. Ball snapped here to Zeon Chris. He'll hand it off. And a run here by Draylin Washington in behind left tackle. It's going to pick up three or four yards. Yeah, Michaela Colacerto read that perfectly. Who? I said Michaela. I'm sorry. Jordan Benzale, please forgive me. Jordan with a nice job of just getting in to the line of scrimmage and just hanging on for dear life. He had Draylin Washington at about the 41-yard line and drags him down at the 38. Robertson, the wide out to the far side. Near side here is Harvey Broussard. Well, now they're going to throw a couple of wide receivers over to the left side as well. And in the backfield now, Jacob uh, Cabote. And he's going to catch a pass in the flat, going to turn upfield. It's going to get dragged down shy of the first down marker, but awfully close. I think about a yard, maybe a yard and a half shy of that first down marker. Good read by John Trey Hunter to kind of knife it. Inside linebacker, he had to go get... Cabote, who is just running out into the flat. So it's fourth, and they mark it down at the 32-yard line. So they need a solid two yards, and they're going for it. They sure are. Well, we think they're going for it. Yep, they are. Cabote remains in the ball game. Football to Georgia State, 32-yard line. They've got to get right to the 30 to keep the drive alive. Here's the snap to Zeon Chris. Takes the snap. He's going to tuck it, and he's got some room. He will... Run in behind right tackle and right guard. He will barrel forward across the 30 to the 29 for the first down for the Raging Cajuns. I didn't want to get ahead of my skis, but I said, watch this Chris guy keep it, you know, yep. just to call his own number. Now they have uh, trips to the left-hand side. Ball Same at, formation, but uh, opposite. Ball at the 29, handed off to Cabote. Oh, they fake the handoff to Cabote. Zeon, Chris, 25-20, 15, across the 10, dives out at the 9-yard line. Another first down here for the Ragin' Cajuns. Huge pickup there on that one. Nice block by 86, Terrence Carter down the field. Just keeping the closest defender, the cornerback, out on the outside from getting anywhere close to that. Chris uh, doesn't want the contact, and he ends up stepping out of bounds at the 8. So the ball placed at the 8-yard line. Three and a half to go here in the third quarter. 20-10, to 10, Georgia State leading it. Chris out of the shotgun. Awaits the okay to take the snap. From the center, Landon Burton. They stick two wideouts over here. LeBlanc 
is one of the wideouts along with Bernard. And they're going to run the football off left tackle instead. They'll get inside the five. And Cabote off left tackle. Inside the five. It'll bring up second and goal. He's at the two-yard line. Well, Anthony Bloom and uh, I want to say Kevin Swint were the two guys that made contact about the five or six. But Cabote just barrels forward and keeps his shoulders down. Ball's at the three-yard line, so a nice five-yard pickup, even though that's probably only been a one- or two-yard game. So officially ball, well, it was just showing it was at the three. It's at the two. Zeon Chris hands it off Kabodi again. He'll get tackled ASAP. First one in was Taiji Leach. Got him around the ankle. And then got assist on the tackle there. Yeah, but even then, Kabodi falls forward and gets back to the line of scrimmage, or at least fights his way back. Good job there by Taiji Leach on the blitz, getting through without being touched. Made contact at about the four-yard line, but as I mentioned, Kabodi doing a good job to fight his way back into it. He stays in, lines up to the right of Zeon. Chris, here's the snap. They're going to fake the handoff. Chris going to throw, got a man, touchdown. A touchdown pass into the corner to Terrence Carter. And Louisiana has closed this to a four-point ball game, 20-16. to before the point after attempt. So the play action's been working real well for him. I think they're realizing that. You fake the ball, you gotta have at least two or three guys honor the Kabodi handoff, and then you have the tight end run into the flat. He wasn't wide open, but he was open enough to where he catches the ball at the goal line and just steps into the end zone. Almanderas on for the PAT. There's the snap, ball is down, the kick is up, and it is good. And we have a three-point football game. Officially, it would go as a two-yard touchdown run. A nine-play drive, 54 yards. And the momentum shift has taken place and right now is underway here in Lafayette. It's a field goal difference here at Cajun Field. Georgia State 20, Louisiana 17 media timeout will take it with them back in 60 seconds here on the georgia state football radio network when you're heading to center park stadium and want to look your best in georgia state blue wear what the panthers wear by visiting the georgia state university bookstore visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown alpharetta decatur and dunwoody featuring the best selection of georgia state apparel Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Your radio station for Georgia State Football, 97.5 Glory FM. Online at WGTJRadio.com. Well, this one getting interesting here in Louisiana tonight. We're down to two minutes and one second remaining in the third quarter. Georgia State's lead has dwindled from... 20 to nothing to 20 to 17. Tonight's game here on the radio network presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Coke Zero Sugar, as well as the Georgia State University Alumni Association. 
Again, drive stats, nine plays, 54 yards, four minutes and 55 seconds. Terrence Carter on the receiving end of a two-yard touchdown pass from Redshirt freshman quarterback Zeon Chris, and we've got a 20-17 to 17 ball game. Now you know why I wanted that first touchdown so bad. Well, I always want the first touchdown, but we ended up with the fumble instead, and that allowed them to uh, get the ball back with pretty good field position. Our defense was able to make a stop, and we we went on a 20 to nothing run. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Now we missed an extra point, but three straight drives where we score, and then UL has done the same thing back to us. So with that last drive in the first half, they end up getting their first touchdown, the first drive of the second half. Remember, they, we won the coin toss, and we, dele- we elected to uh, take the ball. So they get the ball in the second half. They get a field goal. And now this third drive that they've had in a row where they've scored, and both teams average in the upper 30s in terms of their points per game. So it'll be a back and forth. Now how do the Panthers respond? What's... Their uh, comeback right now. Is Darren Granger okay? Is he 100%? I know he came out of the ball game. We scored a touchdown in spite of him being on the sideline. But now it's time for Darren and the rest of the Panther offense to start moving the ball down the field again. No more three and outs. Georgia State averaging 32.7 points a game so far. Louisiana in six games averaging 35. Here's the kick to Talik Williams inside the five. Going to bring it out across the 10, 15, 20, 25. And he'll get side-swiped and run down across the 25, just shy of the 30. Another nice return there by Talik Williams. Yeah, I really like how hard he runs and how fast he is getting where he needs to be. You know, he probably could get hit at the 20, but he makes one little move, and next thing you know, you got guys, you, you know in the college game, when you're running away from somebody, they fall or they dive to catch you. And he's got speed that forces other players to, to dive a lot. Panthers will take over on the right hash. They're going from right to left. It's at the 27-yard line. they got three receivers on the short side of the field. Interestingly enough, I don't believe a target yet tonight for Robert Lewis. Yeah. Three wide again to the right. Robert oh, he has Lewis. one catch. He has one catch, Dave. Okay. One for eight yards. Lewis, the lone wide out here to the near side. Here's the snap on first down, and they must have been listening. It's caught there by Robert Lewis at the 30. That'll be a pickup of about three. And we'll bring up second down at seven. So his second reception of the night. You know, you, you from our vantage point, you watch those passes. They seem to hang in the air for longer, longer than they really do. It's traveling, you know, 40 yards before it gets to him, even though he's on the line of scrimmage. Going to be a run play for Marcus Carroll, a spin move, and he'll get dropped across the 30 at the 32-yard line. So it's going to bring up third down. And third and six coming up with 1.15 to go here in the third quarter. Well, the defensive line is doing a good job of kind of swimming around blocks and just getting to an area. They know that we're trying to go maybe to the right side of the field, and they're just trying to fight to get over to that right side, and they did a good job on that play. You know, we need six yards here. Marcus, they gave him a good spot, but the uh, ball's uh, in between the 31 and 32. Snap on third down. Granger looking, going to unload. He's got Robert Lewis and throws low and behind, and that's going to bring up fourth down. So the drive again will stall with 48 seconds. Another three and out here for Georgia State. The offense just cannot seem to get on track. Yeah, that wasn't even close. Robert stopped, and he came back towards the quarterback, but the ball was thrown towards the sideline so Robert had to he's on the left hand side he runs about eight yards he stops he turns around he comes back but the ball was off his right shoulder and falls incomplete and as Dave said that's another three and out for the Panthers Jacob Bernard is standing back inside the 30 awaiting the Cade Loggins punt 
It's going to be a sidewinder, going to take a bounce inside the 35. Georgia State will knock it down inside the 30 at the 31. And there are 36 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. They'll they'll give it up on the 27-yard line. We had contact. The ball bounced and didn't go in the direction towards the uh, Raging Cajun goal line. Popped in the air, and one of the Panthers ends up making contact with it. Now they moved it to the 28-yard line. So that is where the Raging Cajuns will start. 36 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Georgia State holding on to a three-point lead, 20-17 here on the road tonight. Zion Chris, who's played pretty well in the backfield with Zylan Perry. Chris tonight, 10 of 21, 75 yards, a touchdown. Here's the snap, quick toss, Bernard. Bernard running, gets tripped up. Nice job there by John Trey Hunter. Tripped him up. And a very short gain. I don't even know if that's going to be a full yard. Well, they're going to call it second down and nine, but it's shy of a full yard pickup there by the Raging Cajuns. Inside of 20 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Zion Chris clapping, looking over to the sideline as the play is signaled in. Now directs the running back to his left. Here's the snap. Zeon Chris going to keep it, and he's not going to go anywhere. Tries to run inside the tackles, and now he got flags. they got to call that now. Javon Dennis ends up getting dragged down to the ground. Third quarter is in the books. But let's see what the flag and the penalty are. Holding offense, number 53. 10-yard penalty, second down. The left guard, A.J. Gilly, out of Natchitoches, Louisiana. So that'll back him up. But That's That's the end of the third quarter. That'll lead us into the fourth and final quarter with Georgia State holding on. The offense has struggled here in the second half. A lot of three and outs. And they're holding on to a 20-17 lead over the Ragin' Cajuns again as we head to the fourth quarter. It's coming up after this two-minute timeout. From Lafayette, Louisiana tonight, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. 
Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, Wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Panther fans, this is Georgia State football head coach Sean Elliott. Follow the Panthers all season here on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Fourth quarter here in Lafayette, Louisiana. And you, I know I've said it a couple times, you sense that that momentum has shifted, even though Georgia State took a 20-7 lead into the locker room at halftime. Right now, Louisiana trailing it by three, 20 to 17. And uh, three and outs, for the most part, by the offense of the third quarter. Look for a spark now for your defense to come up with hopefully a big play and uh, kind of gain some of that mojo back. Yeah, and I'm not sure. Hey, I don't know if there's a wrong answer for this, but do you take third and 10 or second and 20 with that penalty that they had there the last play of the third quarter? The Panthers will take the call and the penalty yard so it'll be second down and 20 from the 19 uh, you, you haven't seen a lot of great success from the raging cajuns on the ground you've got 99 yards but most of that's been in the third quarter a lot of change that they've had since the first first half has been over but they'll take the ball at the 19 with the penalty Zylan Perry in it running back, three wide here to the near side. First down from the 19, a correction, second and 19 with the penalty. Here's the snap to Zeon Chris, and he's just going to tuck it. Got a lot of room in front of him, and he's going to cut to his right, and still breaking tackle, still on his feet. Finally comes down just shy of the 30-yard line. Someone please bring him down. Yeah, he's. It, the funny thing is, Dave, is nobody's touching him. He's stopping beforehand, and guys are diving at him. They're missing him, but he picks up nine there on that one. Takes the ball out to the 28-yard line, so now it's third and 11. From the 28. Now, does he call his own number again? I think he might. You know, if he doesn't like the way the coverage is going, you got John Trey Hunter here with the running back way on the outside. That's a mismatch. Big opportunity to get him off the field. Snap coming up on third down and 11. Here's the snap to Chris. Pressure coming, gets hit as he throws. Ball is in the air. It's incomplete. Gavin Pringle on the coverage. And the intended receiver down below was Robert Williams, the redshirt sophomore from Texas. Well, quick Kevin Swint got a piece of that ball and <laughs> knocked him down. Uh, the quarterback, Chris, was hit right as he was relieving or the releasing the ball. Good job Number by Kevin doing a Leo. fantastic job the of putting pressure from the blind side, forcing the punt. Thomas Leo set to punt the football. Jakari Carter is back waiting the kick. It's a high end-over-end kick. And Jakari did not signal fair catch. Going to try to cut, get to the outside, gets run down and gets dropped. Nice play on special teams there by Louisiana. Courtline Flowers, the safety. Yeah, if he doesn't make that play on the shoelaces, we're probably going to get 10 or 15 yards at least before 
we get pushed out of bounds. But uh, I like that we didn't call a fair catch there. You try to make something happen. You got a couple yards, but you're taking over at the 27 now, first down and 10 for Georgia State. They really need to put a drive together now. Sure do. Have not managed much of anything here in the second half to this point. Well, defense has done their job to try to slow everybody down. They got the ball back for you. Now it's time to get in the end zone. All right, Darren Granger out of the shotgun. Talik Williams goes in motion. Here's the snap to Darren. Fakes the handoff to Carroll. They're going to throw. They got Robert Lewis the football up across the 30 to the 33, maybe the 32. He gets hit and driven backwards. They gave him an extra yard. They put it at the 34, Dave, so he gets seven. Yep, so it'll bring up second down and three up to the 34-yard line. I like getting Robert involved. Just a little stop right. He found an open spot in the coverage and is able to get the nice reception. Snap on second down. It's going to be Marcus Carroll. Man. Just having a tough time running straight up the middle. Kendrick Gant, the redshirt junior out of Port St. Joe, Florida, picks up the tackle. I have been to Port St. Joe, Florida, down there right next to Mexico Beach. How do you like it? Is it a good place? It's okay. Yeah, well, he didn't like it very much. Empty backfield on third down and two. Diamond formation again. Four receivers on the left-hand side, all bunched up together in a shape like a diamond. Here's the snap coming up on third down. Granger going to tuck it and run. He's going to run forward, and he will get the first down, but just by the hair of the chinny-chin-chin there for Darren. Nice job to run in behind the left side of the line. That's the Travis Glover side of the line. At the 38-yard line. Along with Jonathan Brown, and the Panthers will move the sticks and keep the drive alive here in Lafayette. 12.45 and a turning clock, holding on to a three-point lead. Granger going to fake the handoff. Now he's going to cut. To his left, back to his right, and he maybe got two. Yeah, there was a miscommunication there. He gets the ball, but Marcus wasn't close enough to be able to hand it off to him. Marcus had already gone by him by the time that they try to make that little handoff in the exchange in that RPO. Nice job of Darren of being able to make something out of nothing. They gave him three, second down and seven. And they place the ball to 41. Granger now going to roll out, going to throw. And he's got a man caught down below by Robert Lewis. It's shy of the first down marker, but awfully close. Well, Robert went to the 50-yard line and stopped, and he came back, and the ball was thrown short, so it's down at the 47. He had to come back three yards to get it and caught it right out of bounds, so we're a yard short. So the Panthers now facing third and one, and they're going to hand it off Marcus Carroll. He'll take the one plus three or four yards as he barrels forward, this time running in behind the right side of the line. Good job by the guys on the right side, Tyden Ferris and Montavious Cunningham. Panthers now first down from the 47. Granger going to look to throw the football. Got Talik Williams, broke a tackle. Talik can't break the second tackle. Dragged down by the cornerback out of Fort Lauderdale, Keon Martin, the transfer from Youngstown State. Good spot. He just had a quick little slant route. He catches it about the 42. He gets hit, rolls forward to the 40. Ball's on the left hash. Panthers are rolling. So second down and about three. Granger going to fake the handoff, going to throw, and it's incomplete. How about a flag? There, there it is. Very late, very yep. late flag, but that'll be on number four. Jake, no, I'm sorry. Tyree Skipper. Yep. All over. Who is that, Kadarius? Yep. Kadarius is the intended receiver. A lot of time to throw that ball. Good job of the offensive line to give Darren some extra time. He rolled out of the pocket. He was Pass outside of it. Defense, number four, spot foul, automatic first down. Well, they'll mark it at the 31 as the first down there. 
We needed to get to the 30, but because of the penalty, we end up losing a yard in terms of where we needed to get to, but we get the new set of downs. Panthers back on the ball. Two on the left, two on the right. Marcus uh, Carroll is just to the right-hand side of Darren Granger. Snap on first down from the 31, and they fake the handoff, Ah. and Talik Williams, and boy, he got really popped. He made that tackle. Well, he, runs out into, he runs out into the flat and hasn't even got to the line of scrimmage yet, and the ball's on him, and he gets tackled for about a three-yard loss right there. Yeah. you got to go down the field a little bit or at least look down there. Second down at 12. He ends up technically losing two. Here's Granger. Darren now going to tuck it and run, and he tries to run off left tackle. Doesn't get a whole lot. Didn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. Just shy. And we'll bring up third and long now. Third and 11 for the Panthers. Kamar Robinson will slow getting up. Is that him or is it uh, Jonathan Brown? Excuse me, 78-76. Three wide now to the left. Robert Lewis, the lone wide out here to the near side. We need 11. Snap on the way to Granger. Trying to draw them offside. Ain't nobody moving. They got three down linemen. And Jordan Lawson on the outside. Going to take our time. We got 10 seconds on the play clock. We're going to audible here. Granger now with Carroll shifting to his left. Here's the snap to Darren. Granger two steps back. Going to roll out to the near side here. Granger in trouble. He will throw on the run. And he will get dragged down. And it's going to bring up fourth down. I was hoping for a face mask no penalty kidding. there. He got hit up high. Which you got to worry if he's got a concussion in the first place or something yep. like that. Well, the good news is that we didn't lose all those extra yards. He threw the ball back at about the 47, 48-yard line. But do you go for the field goal? It'll be about a 49-yarder. Well, let's see what they decide to do here. Ball's at the 32. Trying to see if the field goal unit. Isaac Kone is going to come out and attempt the field goal. So this will be right around a 50-yard field goal. And we got to call timeout. And we had guys that were late coming out onto the field. Timeout. Georgia State, their first. So the Panthers will burn a timeout. Meanwhile, that's going to lead us into a media timeout here in Lafayette with 9.45 to go in the football game. Georgia State 20 and the Louisiana Raging Cajuns 17. Back in 60 seconds, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 
back here in Lafayette, Louisiana. Ticket Smarter is proud to support Georgia State Panther football throughout the college athletic season with tickets for events including sports, concerts, theater. Ticket Smarter enables customers to experience the power and excitement of live events. Georgia State football on the radio network. Also presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Georgia State using the timeout. This will be a 50-yard attempt on a field goal from the freshman from Decatur, Georgia, Isaac Kone. You put pressure on guys like this for situations like this since the beginning of training camp. You remember there are times where coach would call practice, and if you make it from 40 or 50, 55 yards, your guys aren't going to run. Right. <laughs> so you got a lot of pressure. You know, nobody wants to run after practice. But uh, this is a situation that you're you're put in. And, uh, you know, do you run a fake here? I don't no, think they're the gonna Panthers punt. do. It looks like they're going to. Wow. They're going to punt the football. Yeah, just right there in that. Boy, you get an extra five yards, and that's, yeah, that, we can do that. But he has not attempted from 50. Nobody has. Long for the season for the Panthers is 46 yards. Back to punt for the Panthers. Well, Cade now going to try to punt this football surgically so that it lands inside the 10-yard line. We get a lot of hang time, and hopefully you get a bobbled kick. Jacob Bernard is back. Here's a short end-over-end kick. Bernard is going to watch it bounce. The Panthers will down it inside the one yard, inside the five. Let's see if it's going to be at the one or the two-yard line. Great job. Jeremiah Johnson catches it just before it goes into the end zone by his waist. And then as he's stepping into the end zone, he drops the ball behind him. Panthers get it at the two-yard line, and that's where the Raging Cajuns will take over. All right, Red Hat is back on the field. Another media timeout, 9.35 to go in this one. Georgia State 20, Raging Cajuns of Louisiana 17. Back in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is Paul. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedAirSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Radio station for Georgia State football, 97.5 Glory FM. 9.35 to go here in the football game. Louisiana will have it at their own two-yard line. Tonight's game presented by Center Park Credit Union and by the folks at Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, and Coke Zero Sugar. Right now, Georgia State holding on to a three-point lead. Panthers have not scored any points yet here in the second half. No, all of their points have been in the second quarter, Dave. It was tied at, well, scoreless tie at the end of one. And then the Panthers went on that rampage, 20 straight points. 
All right, during this timeout, top of the hour stations on our radio network. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification from Lafayette, Louisiana tonight. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. All right, quick update in our college football scoreboard. How about Old Dominion tonight, Harper? Old Dominion beats Appalachian State 28-21. I like that score. Yeah, and Coastal Carolina, I understand there was an injury to Grayson McCall, but Coastal Carolina beats Arkansas State in Jonesboro tonight by 10, 27-17. Coastal is 2-2 in the Sun Belt, and... Another team to worry about later on in the year. We finish the season against Old Dominion, the Monarchs. That'll be the last game of the regular season on the road in Norfolk. Coming out of that game at LSU. We'll be right back in Louisiana, the second from the final regular season game of the year. Here's the snap to Chris, who's in the end zone. They're going to hand it off to Cabote, and they're going to drag him down in the end zone. Well, they give him forward progress. Yeah, at the one. So he got at the one. It's awfully close, though, for a, a, before you, you're looking at a safety. Absolutely. That's being real generous because yeah, he was I'm... hit maybe at the goal line and then dragged back in, but they're going to give it to him at the one. That's a risky play right now. Do you run it again? Great job there by the defense of going slanting in the inside of every one of your responsibilities to make that play. Second down at about 11. Zeon Chris trying to draw Georgia State offside, give him a little room to operate. He's standing in the end zone. And you go play action right here and go over the top for a big play. Snap to Chris. They fake the handoff. He's going to roll out. He's rolling around the end zone. He's got a man. It's caught. Is that Carter over on the far side? It is. Terrence Carter, the tight end. He's the only guy that was out there. Chris runs. He fakes the handoff and rolls out to his right. His feet were almost going out of the back of the end zone. That's the only guy he could have gone to is Terrence Carter, and he comes out of the ball game. You had two Panthers chasing after him, one John Trehunter. They knew that they were going to go to him. Eight-yard pickup. You have to get the ball to the nine. Yep, to the nine-yard line, third down and three. They have to get to the 12 for a first down. Two tight ends. By the way, keep an eye on that clock, 8.43 to go here in the fourth quarter. So 82, Rhett Gidry, the sophomore, is now in. And the other tight end is Neil Johnson. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a keeper here by Chris. And he's going to, well, he wasn't he's breaking lose a tackle. Three. Yeah, wow. he wasn't breaking a tackle that time. Quickly in there for Georgia State was number 25, Josiah Robinson, the inside linebacker out of Apopka, Florida. And he made a great job dragging Chris to the turf. And so the Raging Cajuns are forced to punt the football. Boy, I'd love to go for a block here. I don't want to. Hit, make any contact with the punter. No, please. But uh, at least put some pressure on him because you've already shanked one earlier tonight. But don't let this ball, if it hits the ground, don't let it roll for 35, 40 yards. Thomas Leo gets the punt. Fair catch signaled for by Jakari Carter just inside the Fair 40. Yeah, Georgia State's going to have oh, really good field position. 45, yeah, that's the best posi- field position of the night after a change of possession 44 yard line seven minutes 56 seconds to go red hat back on the field signaling media timeout nationally televised game tonight georgia state holding on to a three-point lead here in louisiana leading the raging cajuns 20 to 17 back in 60 seconds here in the georgia state football radio network 
Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM. Back here in Lafayette, Louisiana, 7.56 to go. Again, a three-point lead for the Panthers, 20-17. to 17. Well, it's nail-bite time, folks. If you're listening to this ball game and you've been with us the whole broadcast, you've known really a, a tale of two halves. First half was almost completely controlled by Georgia State. He had a 20 to nothing lead at one point, and then just before the half, it's 20-7. to 7 With Cabote uh, getting a three-yard touchdown, you go into the half with that lead and then come back, and it's... It's another field goal and a touchdown. It's been a one-possession game now for the last three or four possessions. Each team has punted twice. Georgia State now getting the ball at the 44-yard line in plus territory. Boy, a nice drive here, Dave, to just kind of spread everything out and really put the pressure on the Raging Cajuns for them to have to score twice. Again, holding on to a three-point lead, 20-17. to 17. Again, a short week for the Panthers playing on the road tonight here in Louisiana. They will turn around, head back to Atlanta on Sunday, and then get ready for a road game again down at Statesboro, Georgia Southern Thursday night. We're with you from uh, Allen Paulson Stadium in Statesboro Thursday night here on the radio network. And boy, would the Panthers love to be 6-1 and one heading into that football game. Georgia Southern got a win earlier today at home, beating Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, they've turned into a completely different team, haven't they? They yep. run, run, run. No, they are throwing the ball and uh, just a, a different lineup that they have. All right, here's Darren Granger. Panthers first down at the 44, already in Raging Cajun territory. Double tight ends now to the left side of the line. Here's the snap to Darren. They're going to hand it off to Marcus Carroll, trying to run in between the tackles straight ahead. Maybe picked up two. Possibly, yeah. Interesting formation. You had two tight ends on the right, and just before the snap, they both go over to the left, and both your receivers were on the left. So on the short side of the field, you had four of your five eligible receivers over on that side. Marcus was on the left side of Darren Granger as well. Now here we have the same situation. Four receivers to the left on the short side of the field. Ball on the left half mark at the 43. Snap coming up on second down and nine. Robert Lewis in motion here to the near side. Granger going to throw on the run. Scott Robert makes the catch and gets run out of bounds just shy of the 30-yard line. On the coverage there was Kendra Gant, the linebacker. They say he dropped it. Oh, I didn't see that, but the official work in the near sideline said so. Going to bring up third and long now for the Panthers. Third down and nine, ball again at the 43. I thought he held on. Now the ball popped out as soon as he hit it. Tough catch to make anyways, but it didn't help. 
Georgia's a little high. Georgia State 9 of 14 on third downs. This might be the biggest one tonight. Ranger going to go with an empty backfield. Talik Williams, Robert Lewis near side. Five seconds on the play clock. And here's the snap coming up to Darren Granger. Gets it off with one on the play clock. Darren looking, throws. Talik Williams. Now oh, he oh he dropped the football. Oh, wow. He got it. It was above his head. And then when he went to bring it down by his waist, the ball popped down there. Man. And that, and that would have been a first down, Absolutely. too. Yeah, he ran a good route, a little dig route. He got the yardage that he needed. He would have caught that ball about the 31-yard line. They needed to get to the 34. So, my goodness. 7-11 here on the clock, and the Panthers are forced to punt again. Cade Loggins standing at the 42. Jack Ber- uh, Jacob Bernard right on the 10-yard line. Let's see if Georgia State can stick him deep in the ends, uh, deep in their own territory. It's going to be a bounce. And it'll bounce inside the 15, and the Panthers will do it again. Oh, it rolled into the end zone. Or did they down it at the one? No, it's going to be a touchback. Yeah. But, boy, number 20. um, Not sure if that was Jalen Clark. Safety pushes our guy who is going to try to stop it and pushes him into the end zone. A smart play there by... Louisiana and that the ball was touched by us and now it's still a live ball but only they can touch it again they tried to return it but where do you put the ball now at the 20 on the right hash yeah it'll be on the 20 much better field position than the last time remember they had the ball at the two yard line and that first down they got it at the one we barely we almost got a safety out of that 656 remaining in this one tonight Island Perry starts out this series in the backfield. Lone setback just to the left of Zeon Chris. Z-E-O-N-C-H-R-I-S-S. Chris going to take the snap. Play action. Going to look to throw the football down the far sideline. Got a man, and it's going to be knocked down. What a nice play there. was intended for Robert Williams. Taiji Leach. Taiji Leach on the far side made a great play, turning around, looking over his shoulder, knocking that ball down. The ball was a little underthrown, and it gave Taiji a little bit of an opportunity to see that the runner, uh, the wide receiver, didn't have that same distance between him. He was coming back to him, and so he gets his head up, turns around, and just able to put his left hand up and deflect that ball away. So Williams, a wide out along with Terrence Carter, far side of the field. Those are two of their go-to guys. And the snap coming up here on second and 10. Going to look to throw the football again. Chris is going to break free, and he's going to run to the far sideline and get run out of bounds into the Georgia State sideline. But he'll pick up five, maybe six, and it will bring up third down. With 6.41 to go. No, they, we got a good spot there, Dave. Oh, yeah, we did. He came back. He, he, if he had stayed straight, I bet you he gets the first down. But he breaks it to the sideline, and when he does, he ends up giving some of that ground back. So it's third down now from the 24. They need six. On third downs tonight, Ragin' Cajuns 5 of 15. Right now facing third and six from the 24, turning clock 6.35 to go here in the football game. Chris. Out of the shotgun. And he's going to look to throw the football. He's going to step up. Oh, he's got a lot of room. And he's going to pick up the first down, broke a tackle. And he's still on his feet across the 45, across the 50. Big play by the quarterback, Zeon Chris. First down and a whole lot of yards into Georgia State territory. Well, we brought the house, but you got to maintain your lane responsibility. And there were too many guys that ran past him. 
and that opens a hole in the middle of the field. He finds it. One thing I've noticed about these guys, when they face contact, they spin. They like to try to buy some extra time by giving themselves the ability to break away from tackles. He does that at the 50-yard line. Georgia State's going to call a timeout. Sean Elliott will use the timeout, and that's going to lead us into a media timeout here. 5.53 to go, 20-17, to Georgia State hanging on here in Lafayette against the Ragin' Cajuns. Back in 60 seconds on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Now more Georgia State football on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here in Louisiana, 5.53 on this one to go in this one. 20-17 Georgia State, Zion Chris, his 16th carry of the night. He's got 106 yards. And his longest run tonight was 34, but boy, what a big third down conversion for them at this juncture of the football game. Yeah, you got him dead to rights. You got a collapsing pocket and no receivers open, and he's got to get rid of the football, but he decides to tuck it and run and keep it. Big hole in the middle. It's by uh, John Trey Hunter, who is basically the spy that was going to guard the middle of the field and, and, and try to get Chris if he did attempt to escape. And he breaks the tackle. The next thing you know, now they're in Georgia State territory with a new set of downs and a group of uh, defenders now that are a little more tired than they were just a few minutes ago when this drive started. I can't say enough about the Georgia State defense and how well they played here tonight. Done a magnificent job of containing, you know, a team that averages 450 yards a game. They're at 240. but there's still a lot of time left. So if they do score, you gotta wonder how much time is left there and then how does Georgia State respond? They've had nothing really in the fourth quarter except punts at most of the half. Three and out in the first possession, three and out in the second. They had a nice drive that almost resulted in a 50 yard field goal, but we decided not to do that. We ended up punting there. And then our last drive was three and out so Georgia State's offense has been uh, very quiet here in the second half Zylan Perry in the backfield as play is set to resume first down coming up here from the Georgia State 42 with 553 to go in this football game and Zion Chris in a pistol formation they're gonna hand it off to Zylan Perry Perry's gonna run in behind right guard right tackle and he'll pick up three. Second and seven. Second down at seven coming up. That gets the clock moving. I don't know if I want the clock to move too fast or 
slow down a little bit. Mills Island Perry did a good job of kind of skating up towards the line of scrimmage, not sure which hole to hit, just waiting for guys to move some people out of the way. So instead of nothing, he ends up picking up three. Ball's at the 38. Snap on second down at six. They're going to fake the handoff. Got a flag on the play. Free play. Here's a throw down the field. It's going to be up, and it's going to be incomplete. Intended for Peter LeBlanc. But a flag on the play. They're going to call us for being offsides. They should call them for not having enough guys on the line of scrimmage. Uh, defense number seven lined up in the neutral zone at the snap. Five-yard penalty, second down. That's just a that's a silly error right there. You can't do that. So they'll mark out on the five, and it's still second down. Said number seven, that's Isaiah Guy. So he's guarding a, a wide receiver. He's got press coverage. The first thing you do is you just make you look at the official and you make sure that you're not offsides. Goodness. Second down and two now. Really opens up the playbook now for the Raging Cajuns. All they've got to do is get to the 32-yard line for a first down. Here's the snap. And Chris is going to make a throw. It's going to be the far side of the field. It's caught. And it's caught there by Robert Williams. Broke a tackle. Spinning and spinning and spinning. Gosh, dog. Took nine Panthers to get him down. You're right. They do. They spin every time they catch the football. First down for the Ragin Cajuns with inside of five minutes to play now. Well, he catches the ball on a comeback route at the 28-yard line, but gets it down to the 24. They're going to put it probably, no, 23-yard line. So 10 yards on the pickup. And at least six or seven of those was uh, extra effort given. Ladies and gentlemen, number 48, Justin Abraham. Justin a little slow to get up. Going to make his way back over to the Georgia State sideline. Justin, one of the seven or eight guys that had to bring him down. He walks off under his own power. He's where the numbers are right now. I'm sure he'll be back in the ball game. Justin's a tough guy. He's leading the Panthers at halftime with six tackles. Jordan Venzial in it. Middle linebacker along with John Trey Hunter. And here's going to be a run play. And a flag thrown. Nice carry there by Zylan Perry, but let's see who the flag is thrown against. Well, it looks like Javon Dennis was held again. He's just stopped asking for it. Just asking for these holding penalties to cease. Holding. Offense number 71. 10-yard penalty. First down. It's the right tackle, George Jackson. He's an Atlanta area kid, 6'5", 326, out of Stevenson High School in Stone Mountain. He's a redshirt sophomore here in Lafayette with the Ragin' Cajuns. That'll back him up. 33-yard line. So first and 20. Javon, one of those guys that, you know, he's trying to make a play, but... He's he's being grabbed as he's trying to skate down the line of scrimmage. Perry stays in at running back. Robertson a wide out here to the near side. Far side, Robert Williams. Now Robertson goes in motion to the far side. And we got flags on the play. This should be a false start here against the Ragin' Cajuns, which would back him up five more. Ball start. 
Offense number 50 and number 71, five-yard penalty, first down. Those are the tackles. Nathan Thomas, the kid out of New Orleans, and George Jackson again, the Stone Mountain kid from Stevenson. Yeah, the flags were from both sideline officials, so each one of the tackles was guilty. Now it's first and 25 from the 38-yard line. they got to get to the 13. So this is technically a red zone drive. Snap coming up on first down, three wide, one here to the near side in Robertson. Perry stays in the running back. Here's Zeon Chris going to step up, going to make a throw. Got a man, Robertson, and he'll get run out of bounds right at the 30. He'll pick up eight yards. Yep. Clock now inside of four minutes to play. Well, he just ran a straight straight down the field, make it look like you're going deep, and once you get the hips turned of the Georgia State defender, you stop, you turn around. Ball was right on him. Robert Williams with a nice catch there. Chris, 13 of 26, 94 yards so far tonight. Second and 13. From the 26-yard line, Perry stays in at running back. Chris turns around, says something, and they're going to hand it off. Perry, and he's not getting very far. Ball's out. And a ball came loose. I think Georgia State may have picked up a loose football, but let's see when they unstack the pile. Well, he stayed up. He stayed up on purpose. Where's our official? They're all in there. They're not. Well, they say that. Uh, yeah. Nope. Okay. He picked up the ball. Perry ended up retrieving his own fumble. No gain, no gain on the play. And we're now with three minutes remaining. Ball at the Georgia State 26-yard line. And it's a third down and 13 play coming up here for the Ragin' Cajuns. I didn't see anyone throw a beanbag down either. I mean, that's you got to do that. Yeah. Are they going to allow Georgia State to get a... Are they going to review it? Is Sean Elliott asking for it to be reviewed? We'll find the out here. Early on the field is a fumble recovered by the offense. The previous play is... Well, the play is under review. Well, there's 249 left to go here. Well, at the very least, on third and 13. I didn't see us pick the ball up, though. That's why I'm asking, what, why would we want to challenge that if we didn't get the ball? If there was a fumble and we didn't get it, they're still going to get to keep the ball. So Harper's going to make his way downstairs to field level. Twenty to seventeen with two after video on the field. Firm, third down. So the ball, if it was indeed fumble, was recovered by Perry. And we'll bring up third down and 13. That football at the Georgia State 26-yard line. So here we go. Snap coming up on third down. 13 for the first down needed. Man in motion. And Chris is going to keep it. And he finds some room. 25-20. Runs to the sideline. And did he get out? Did he get to the first down marker? He would have needed to get to the 13-yard line. Did he pick up a first? I think he did. Yes, he did. Boy, that's a big play by the quarterback, Zeon Chris. 
Yeah, that's a raging Cajun first down on third and 13. The Panthers could not get a hold of them. And that puts the ball now. Let's see where they place the football. The ball is right at the 13, just outside the 13-yard line. Zion Chris, left hash. Going to hand it off to Caboni. Caboni broke a tackle, lunges forward across the 10, down close to the 5-yard line. Clock at 2.07, 2.06, 2.05. And they're knocking on the door right now. Correction, pickup of 7. So they corrected that seven-yard gain. Ball is at the Georgia State six-yard line. Again, the Raging Cajuns working that play clock, working the game clock. We're inside of two minutes remaining. LeBlanc goes in motion. Chris going to hand the football off to Cabote, and he'll get tackled by Jordan Venzial and by Kevin Swint. And he lost two yards on that play, maybe three. I'm going to say loss of two. And they're going to place it back at the nine-yard line. Got another injured Georgia State player down there, or shaken up injured uh, player. Let me see who that is. That's looks like Javon Dennis. Please reset the game clock to 117. 117 on the game clock, please. They're going to change the game clock from 114 to 117. So they'll put three more seconds back on. As Bob Murphy and the sports medicine staff will tend to Javon Dennis, one of the defensive linemen. Now he'll make his way back over to the sideline on his own accord. Javon Dennis. Ball right now placed at the Georgia State seven-yard line. Panthers have not scored here in the second half. They led this football game 20-7 to at halftime and only gave up the touchdown because of a fumble that was recovered by the Raging Cajuns. And they scored late in the second quarter to make it a 20-7 game, a 20-7 game, though Georgia State offensively has stalled here in the third and fourth quarters. Trying to hold on here with 117 to go against the host raging Cajuns of Louisiana. Here comes that Georgia State defensive unit. Josiah Robinson rushing in. Shamar McCullough heads over to the Georgia State sideline. Ball at the seven-yard line. Third down and four to get to that first down marker. Chris keeps looking over to the Raging Cajun sideline. Awaiting the snap from Landon Burton. 15 seconds on the play clock, Dave. He's just going to let that go down as much as possible. So they're going to look to make this the last drive, obviously. Yep. We're inside of a minute to play. And Sion Chris looking over to the sideline. They're going to get the penalty on purpose. Timeout, Louisiana. Third, first. 
They're going to burn a timeout here. 30-second timeout with 38 seconds remaining in the football game. Boy, Harper, if there was ever a time for a big play from this defensive unit that's played well tonight, considering this would be the time. Yeah, Louisiana has put the ball on the ground in the previous four games that they've had. 16 times they fumbled, but they've retrieved eight of those. But uh, we could sure use one now. But worst case scenario for them, their strategy, Dave, if you ask me, it's just okay. Worst, worst thing that can happen is we're just going to kick a field goal, we'll tie, and we'll go into overtime. Yeah. Uh, the Georgia State defensive unit making their way back out on the field. Ball at the seven-yard line. 38 seconds remaining when they called that 30-second timeout. Georgia State 20. Raging Cajun 17. Zion Chris out of the shotgun. Cabote lines up behind him in a pistol formation. Keep an eye on Carter over there on the right side. Here's the snap to Chris. Going to look to throw the football. Throws towards the end zone, and it's picked. Go, it's picked. Gavin Pringle. Gavin Pringle intercepted. Zeon Quest in the end zone. You asked for a big play, Dave Cohen, and you got one. Boy. Boy, he just didn't see him. He didn't see him. Gavin Pringle's third interception of the season could not have come in a more opportune time in the football game. Boy, the, sh the crowd is stunned and shocked here in Lafayette. My goodness, and then the players here, they, you, how loud they are. I, this is amazing. This is a good team, and now it became a great team, Dave. This is this is amazing. Now we got to get out there now. we got to hurry up and get a team out there. We don't want to take a penalty and stop the clock. we got to keep the clock moving. they got two timeouts. Yeah, Gavin walked right by me. He's pretty happy. He's keeping that ball. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> His third interception of the season. Sorry about that. You were right next to somebody with a whistle. Greatest play in football, Dave, right here. Yep. Granger going to take the knee, but there's whistles before the snap. My goodness. The game clock should not have started. Please reset the game clock. You get clock about to 30 60 seconds, grown men all cheering at the same thing. Thank you. After something fantastic like that, you know, back up against their wall. And here we go 30 seconds. Darren's going to take a knee. Yep. And Georgia State, for the first time, is going to beat Louisiana's Raging Cajuns on the football field. Come close the last time we were here in Lafayette, and I believe, Harper, remind me, didn't we lose an overtime in Atlanta the last time? Yeah, we had that game one, too. Yeah. <laughs> we had one in. Ten seconds to go as the clock winds we, down. We Georgia, Georgia They're State. They're not call timeout. No, that's, Georgia, that's amazing. Georgia State will not have to take another snap. Final score tonight here in Lafayette. Georgia State holds on with a big, big play from Gavin Pringle. 20 to 17 the final score georgia state is bowl eligible they are six and one on the season they have beaten marshall and louisiana back-to-back -back weeks after the loss at home to troy congratulations to the panthers harper
Hold on, just saying congratulations to Charlie Cobb. He's going to go over and say, I just said hello to uh, Michaela Colasero. I said, great job and way to be ready. You know, everyone had to pick up the slack in one way, shape, or form against a team that you haven't beaten before, and then you go into their building and take one from them. That's fantastic. Now, I was told that uh, Coach Elliott is going to have to do a TV interview first. So, once again, Dave, we are uh, we're, we're not with uh, top priority, That's but right. uh, we'll definitely get him in just a few moments. There's a lot of uh, the... Uh, he won't be long on TV. They don't ever go long. Stay right there with them. Yeah. Georgia State now 6-1 and one on the season, heading to Georgia Southern next Thursday night in Statesboro. And they win it here tonight with a big-time play defensively. Not a lot offensively for the Panthers in the second half. And Gavin Pringle comes up with a big pick in the end zone with Louisiana looking to take the lead. Zeon Chris looking for a receiver in the end zone. Instead, Pringle steps in the passing lane, intercepts it, and Georgia State has doesn't have to do anything but take a couple of knees, get that clock running, and they are going to get out of Lafayette, Louisiana, with a W. Hey, I got John Trey Hunter with me. Is that all right? Want to visit with him? Take it John away. Trey, tell me what you were thinking. They're running the clock down. They want to call timeouts. Everything going against us right now. Big play defensively. Tell me what it was like for you. Hey man, it was just in the moment, man. It was just hey, buckle down, need to stop. Regardless of regardless of what that happened on this drive, regardless of happened on any previous drive, we still in this game. Hey, the game ain't over today's score, you know what I'm saying? So we gotta bow our neck and do our job. Yeah, you had a heck of a ball game, especially the second half. They were on the two three yard line, they run a little flare out there with the tight end. You're flying all over the place. A lot of big plays today. Yeah, man, it was a, it's, it's a lot of stuff I got to work on. So it's just each week I'm trying, I'm trying to keep getting better. And, you know what I'm saying? Get prepare myself for, 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 for the bowl game, bowl games coming. You know what I'm saying? We bowl eligible, quickest, quickest, quickest in, uh, in school history. So no kidding, school history. Now, was there ever a time in the locker room where you're thinking, you're looking around, you're going, hey, we got something special here? When did you know it? Back in January. Back in January, man. Well, a lot of hard work, and there's still plenty to go, but this is a good feeling, isn't it? Most definitely, most definitely. A lot of work to do, a lot of work to be done, baby. Absolutely. Thank you, John Trey. We know you got to go inside celebrate with the guys. Give me a second, Dave. i got to go find Coach, all right? I'm going to turn the mic off for a second. He's down here at the 30-yard line, Harper. Just walked straight down the middle of the field. By the way, John Trey led tonight along with Justin Abraham. They had eight tackles apiece. Eight tackles apiece. He's running right towards you. Sean Elliott. Just got off of national television. He will jump on the radio network right now with Harper LaBelle. Well, Dave says TV always gets a priority over his radio show, but congratulations, 6-1. and one. That's amazing. It really is. I mean, uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I, uh, our, our football team overcame some mistakes from us coaching, uh, mistakes from, from us and some blunders that we created right there. It was an amazing effort by those guys. Those, those guys in that locker room, uh, they stood right in the face of adversity. They they don't want boat up. Our defense made the play when they had to make it. Yep. It was incredible. Yep. What a great football team, uh, Lafayette man. They're they're unbelievable. Uh, I can't tell you six and one. It's awesome. Well, it starts out with the fumble on the one yard line. We should be up seven nothing. Instead, they get the ball back. We get three straight touchdowns. It should be twenty eight. But you know, with the adversity in the second half, we we 
punted four times in a row, but yet we get the big play down there at the other end of the end zone. Great job by the defense. Oh, it's an unbelievable job. I mean, uh, to sit there and continuously make play after play after play, gave up a little bit. We didn't give up the touchdown. Um, I'm so proud of those guys. I'm, I'm proud of everybody in that room because it was not a clean game by us. I mean, we left uh, 15 points out there in the first half. We got a fumble on the one. We missed our extra point, and I call a dumb play right there at the end of the first half where it resulted in a doggone touchdown for them. So uh, we got to go and, and make some uh, – we got we got to do better, and we're going to do better. But guess what? We're 6-1, and one, and, and we got a short week. We're going to enjoy this. So damn proud of this football team, the Georgia State Panthers. They say we've never beaten this program right here. And I said, well, the 2023 Panthers have never been beaten by this program, and that's what they haven't done. Absolutely. Thank you much. Anything else, Coach? A short week. He gets to celebrate it for about – 10 seconds, and then he's got to go get ready for Southern. But uh, back to you, Dave. All right, Harper. Congrats to head coach Sean Elliott getting a win tonight here with uh, his Georgia State football team as the Panthers win it. Boy, Gavin Pringle, our ticket smarter, smart play of the game, no question about that, as he comes up with a game-saving interception as Louisiana is driving and threatening. And the Panthers hold on to win it by the final score of 20-17. to 17. Take a timeout. We'll head into our Panther postgame show officially after this two-minute break from Lafayette, Louisiana. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. This is head coach Sean Elliott. Gainesville's home for Georgia State football is 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. This is the Panthers postgame show, a recap of today's game and a look ahead. Here's the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. Hi, Jeff. Thank you very much. Georgia State is going to leave the state of Louisiana and Lafayette with uh, a W for the first time ever. 
Georgia State bowl eligible for the uh, in the at the earliest time ever in the history of the program. Now six and one, and three and one in Sun Belt Conference play. Wins at Coastal Carolina. Wins at home against Marshall and on the road here at Louisiana. The only loss, uh, of course, the loss at home to Troy. But Panthers have done a fantastic job bouncing back from uh, that conference loss to the Trojans back-to-back weeks beating Marshall at home and a win here tonight by the hair of their chinny chin chin I know I said that once earlier but I'm telling you Gavin Pringle with our ticket smarter smart play of the game with an interception in the end zone as the Ragin Cajuns and quarterback Zeon Christ are threatening and the Panthers win it 20 to 17 six and one overall three and one in conference play Rachel Cajuns, four and three, and one and two. Harper making his way back up here to the visiting radio booth in the press box. And we'll get started with a rundown of our stats tonight. Georgia State had 16 first downs. Louisiana had 15. Panthers rushed the ball 39 times for 129 total yards. 38 rushes for the Rachel Cajuns, totaling 165 on the ground. Panthers with 214 passing yards, 18 of 23, 124 in the air for the Raging Cajuns. They were 15 of 29, and look at that nice little number one right there, that one interception thrown by quarterback Zeon Chris. Georgia State had 62 plays total tonight, totaling 343 yards, 67 plays overall run by Louisiana, totaling 289. Keeping an eye on that third down number, Georgia State converted nine of their 15 third down opportunities. The Ragin' Cajuns were seven of 18. Individually for the Panthers, Marcus Carroll had 26 carries, 113 yards. He nets out at 110, did not score. He should have had his 11th rushing touchdown at the end of that first drive, but uh, ended up fumbling the football, which they recovered in return to the 32-yard line. Darren Granger rushed it nine times tonight, netting out at 18. And McKaylee Colasurdo, who was pressed into duty with the uh, injury to Darren Granger, although he was able to come back. McKaylee rushed it three times, netting out at two yards. Granger tonight, 17 of 22. Again, 211 with two touchdowns, no interceptions. McKaylee Colasurdo was one for one, three yards on that pass play, and uh, did a fine job filling in for Darren Granger tonight. Other than the interception, when all that pressure came at him, they ended up causing a fumbled football, and uh, Louisiana was able to recover. Amongst the receiving core tonight, Talik Williams targeted seven times, had six catches, 81 yards total, 43 yards after the catch, did not score a touchdown. Tonight was the night for Amon Green. He had four targets, four catches, totaling 44 yards, nine yards after the catch. He ended up scoring two touchdowns. Robert Lewis was targeted six times, had four receptions, totaling 25 yards, only two yards after the catch. And Marcus Carroll had two targets. He caught two uh, two balls tonight, totaling 55 yards, 54 of those yards after the catch. As far as, uh, again, defensively, John Trey Hunter, And Justin Abraham led the way tonight, eight tackles apiece. Josiah Robinson had seven. Jeremiah Johnson with six to lead the way for the defensive unit. Although, again, the big play of the night, timely as ever. 
Gavin Pringle with the interception in the end zone. On the other side of the uh, stat sheet, uh, as far as passing the football tonight, Zeon Chris was 14 of 28 with one interception, total of 106 yards and one touchdown. His long pass tonight was 19. Receiving core, Terrence Carter caught four footballs, totaling 20 yards, 15 yards after the catch, one touchdown. Three catches for Jacob Bernard, totaling 30 yards. Robert Williams caught two footballs for 22, and Charles Robertson, uh, Robertson caught two, totaling nine. Rushing the football, the quarterback, Zeon Chris, carried it 17 times. He netted out at 119, did not score a rushing touchdown. Jacob Cabote, 13 carries, nets out at 27 with one rushing touchdown. Zylan Perry carried it five times, 13 yards. And Draylin Washington carried it three times, netting out at six yards. And uh, nobody scored touchdowns other than Cabote. Uh, defensively, Courtline Flowers led the Raging Cajuns with seven tackles. Cameron Whitfield with six. Jasper Williams with six. And Keon Martin with six. And that is a look at your stat sheet for Georgia State and Louisiana. Big win tonight here on the road as the Panthers are now bowl eligible, earliest they've ever been bowl eligible. They are 6-1 and one and 3-1 and one in conference play. More of our Panther postgame show. We'll come back and hear some audio highlights of all the exciting plays tonight. Not a whole lot in the second half offensively, but it doesn't matter. The biggest play of the night was made by the defense by Gavin Pringle, and we'll hear that on the other side of this two-minute timeout as our postgame show continues from Lafayette, Louisiana. Two-minute break here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at LusabKia.com. This is head coach Sean Elliott. Gainesville's home for Georgia State football is 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. Thank you for joining us for Georgia State University Panthers football. 
here at uh, Cajun Field. I think Jeff jumped the gun a little bit there with our broadcast close. You're back up from is he, the sideline. Is he excited because we won a ball game? He must be. Uh, first time in you're, the history of the program. You're, you're back up from the sideline. You made it up uh, back here pretty quickly. Boy, what a way to close out this uh, road trip here to Lafayette. <sighs> no kidding. Um, you know, you think, hey, maybe this is the year, and you're not sure. And then you see your opponent get back in the ball game, and then you see him drive, and then they got it all the way down. And on purpose, they they run the clock down to where they can only run a play or two, and their freshman quarterback throws it into our arms. And uh, what a nice relief. And as I asked John Trace, and when did you know? that we had a team that was different from some of the previous ones. And he said back in January, you know, and that's you weren't even done with the portal and the exchanges of some players, and he just knew there was something special about this group, and they have certainly proven it. Come out, folks, and see these Panthers play. We're going to be in Statesboro next week, but after that we'll be back home against Appalachian State. Isn't that the next home game? Uh, is it Appalachian State or James Madison on Oh, yeah, you're right, J- JMU. Yeah, yeah, we get so, to see uh, James Madison. And they're a pretty good yeah. football team now. They're, they're this pretty- is... This is not an easy challenge, and that even makes it more sweet. We, we, this is a great team that we beat here today. They may not be the best that they've ever been, but they're certainly a proven uh, Western Division leader in the Sun Belt. All right, time now to take a listen to our postgame audio highlights. Only got four of them tonight because Georgia State did not do a lot, if anything, offensively in the second half. They had an opportunity to score early after winning the coin toss and electing to receive the opening kickoff. Marcus Carroll and the Panthers got all the way down to the one-yard line, and the Panthers ended up fumbling the football. Louisiana recovered it, returned it to the 32, and they ended up missing a 42-yard field goal attempt with 46 seconds uh, left in the uh, first quarter. So Marcus Carroll, again, the fumble. They Louisiana can't do anything with it. Louisiana on a later drive late in the first quarter. They can't get uh, the three points, and we go into the second quarter scoreless between the Panthers and the Ragin' Cajuns. Now in the second quarter where Georgia State did all of their scoring, the first big play was Darren Granger to Talik Williams. Of 47 yards, they connect. And yards after the catch, Talik all the way down to the two-yard line. Back-to-back penalties, back Georgia State up to the 24. That didn't seem to bother Darren Granger. Took the snap and looked for number 85, his tight end, Amon Green, on this play. Here's the snap to Darren. One step back, throws across the middle. Caught him on Green. Touchdown, Georgia State. Georgia State's big tight end, 85, Amon Green, sprinting straight down the field. Ball thrown beautifully right down the center to Green. He just reached up, hauled it in, in the end zone. That's a Georgia State touchdown on third and 24. The Panthers strike first here tonight in Lafayette. Georgia State, though, missed the point after attempt. It was a seven-play, 75-yard drive. Took a minute 53. 6 nothing. our score. Granger connecting with Marcus Carroll. Yards after the catch, 46 yards down to the Louisiana three. Granger takes the snap, ball at the three-yard line. Who did he look for? Let's go to Amon Green again. So it's at the three. Shakari Carter in motion. They're going to uh, fake the handoff, dump it off. Another touchdown pass to the tight end, Amon Green, who cuts to the corner of the end zone. They fake the handoff. Granger rolls out, and Amon Green is all by himself, makes the catch. That's a Georgia State touchdown, and Georgia State, Harper, goes up 12-0, 9.49 to go here in the second quarter. Isaac Kone, the Decatur, Georgia freshman, the PAT on that attempt. And again, seven plays, this time 73 yards, 157. Georgia State had a 13-0 lead. 
Granger on a keeper gets hit. He, we didn't know what type of an injury it was. Got word that it might have been a potential concussion. Uh, as a result, he goes out of the game and back up. McKaylee Colasurdo comes in. He leads Georgia State on a 10-play drive, 68 yards, gets all the way down to the three-yard line. And this is all still in the second quarter. Snap goes to the backup quarterback, McKaylee Colasurdo, on this play. Colasurdo out of the shotgun, takes the snap. McKaylee's going to tuck it, and he's going to run into the end zone. Touchdown, McKaylee Colasurdo and the Georgia State Panthers. And the Panthers go up 19 to nothing here in Lafayette on a quarterback keeper basically right up the middle. PAT was good. And time of that drive, 4 minutes, 59 seconds. Georgia State had a 20 to nothing lead at that point. The offense, other than that fumble at the 1, which would have made it 27 to nothing, uh, instead they had a 20 to nothing lead. Georgia State coughed it up again later in the second quarter. It was recovered by the Ragin' Cajuns at the Georgia State 32. Took five plays, 27 yards. Jacob Cabote ended up scoring on a three-yard run late, and Georgia State took a lead into the locker room at halftime, 20-7. to It was mostly Louisiana in the third quarter. Kenneth Almendaris on a drive that stalled, kicked a 23-yard field goal, capping a 10-play, 69-yard drive. Took them five minutes and a second. It was all of a sudden now it's 20-10. And then later on in the third quarter, Zeon Chris, a two-yard touchdown pass to the receiver Terrence Carter, capping a nine-play, 54-yard drive. Time of the drive, 4.55. PAT was good. All of a sudden it's 20-17. And that is the way the third quarter would end. And then on into the fourth quarter with the Panthers leading it by a field goal, 20-17. to 17, And getting nervous, edge of our seats here in the visiting radio booth as Zeon Chris and the Raging Cajuns driving down the field, working the clock, getting it inside of a minute. I think they had the ball at the seven-yard line. Chris took the snap, looking for a receiver in the end zone. Instead, a Georgia State cornerback by the name of Gavin Pringle stepped in front of it and made the biggest play of the night for the Panthers. Keep an eye on Carter over there on the right side. Here's the snap to Chris. Going to look to throw the football. Throws towards the end zone, and it's picked. It's picked. Gavin Pringle. Gavin Pringle intercepted. Zeon Quest in the end zone. That was our ticket smarter, smart play of the game. I about fell out of my chair up here. Could you hear all 12 of the uh, Georgia State fans cheering there? There's, there's only a few that came, but, man, what a great play. And you heard me in the background. I'm sorry I interrupted your, your call, but that's genuine enthusiasm. And the, you could feel it on the sideline with the players themselves. They just That was such a big moment for them that this school really hasn't had before. Yeah. We've been bowl eligible before, but to be this good, to only have one conference loss at, at this point in the season, now, there's some tough ball games to go. There's not an easy one left on the no, on the not. board, right? There's nothing easy. I mean, Old Dominion is better this year. J- James Madison, they're undefeated. You know, they'll be a top 25 team by the time we play them. Southern's better. They they can they can score in the air now. They've never been able to do that, and we'll find out what that's like on Thursday. Please listen in, folks. It's uh, going to be exciting football. All right, good one tonight. Good job on the broadcast, and uh, we'll see you Thursday night at Statesboro. Back to Atlanta, then a short week. 
Uh, maybe that's good for this Georgia State team, this kind of an emotional win. Maybe it's good that they're going to play Thursday night. And a couple guys that came off the field a little slow. Hopefully they heal up in time. You know, uh, Abraham being one of those guys, you know, hope the offensive line is in good shape. But uh, other than that, yeah, you don't have time. No rest for the weary. Time to uh, suit it up and be in Statesboro before you know it. All right, here are the final scores around the Sunbelt Conference tonight. Again, Georgia State and Georgia Southern Thursday night. Georgia Southern holds on in Statesboro and beats Louisiana Monroe 38-28. to Georgia Southern 5-2, and and uh, ULM is 2-5. and How about this one? Old Dominion comes back and beats Appalachian State up in Norfolk today, 28-21. Old Dominion 4-3. and The Mountaineers are 3-4. and Is this the worst Mountaineer team that we've seen in recent years? At this point, yeah. Probably, And I don't mean worst in a bad way. It's just the, the team that struggled more than any of the yeah, others. You that's, know? that's what we mean. Yeah. Anyway, so, but that's good for us, right? We've got a team that uh, we should be able to beat when we play them here on our turf in a couple weeks. Yeah, got uh, Georgia Southern, followed by James Madison, followed by Appalachian State in Atlanta. JMU and, and App State in Atlanta back-to-back weeks. Then we come to LSU and then finish up against Old Dominion up there in Virginia. And the only other final was uh, Coastal Carolina goes on the road to Jonesboro, Arkansas. They beat Arkansas State tonight by 10, 27-17. Coastal Carolina now 4-3. and three. Arkansas State at three and four. Any final comments? Great win, just a, a great win, and you could hear Coach excited. But still, yeah, we made some mistakes, but we still did something we've never been able to do before, and that's been kind of the trademark in this football team in 2023. All right, final score again as we wrap up our Panther postgame show from Lafayette, Louisiana tonight. Georgia State hangs on, and I mean hangs on. Play of the game tonight was Gavin Pringle's interception. Uh, with inside of 30 seconds to go in the end zone as they were driving and threatening. Final score, Georgia State 20, Louisiana 17. Georgia State now 6-1 and on the season, bowl eligible as they get ready to head to Statesboro. Again, a short week. Georgia State will travel to Statesboro to face Georgia Southern. Coming up next Thursday night, October 26, airtime 7 p.m. here on the radio network, kickoff at 7.30, again on national television and here on the radio network. Tonight's radio broadcast has been authorized under rights granted by Georgia State University to Van Wagner. The accounts and descriptions of tonight's broadcast may not not be retransmitted in any form without the express written consent of Van Wagner and Georgia State University Athletics. want to thank our broadcast crew tonight. Great job, Jeff Walker, and our studios of our flagship in Atlanta, Georgia, 50,000 watt, 88.5 FM. WRAS, Mike Wofford at the studios of Affiliate Glory 97.5 FM, WGTJ 1330 AM up in Gainesville, Georgia. Freddie Howell at LowCountryRadio.com out of Savannah, Georgia. Joe Powers at WRBJRadio.com out of Dublin, Georgia. Our on-site engineer with us here in uh, Lafayette, Rick Shaw, technical assistance from Robert LaFour. So for Harper LaBelle, Dave Cohen saying good night from Lafayette, Louisiana. We'll talk again Thursday night from Statesboro right here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Thank you for joining us for Georgia State University Panthers football. Made possible in part by Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, and Coca-Cola. Join us again for more Sunbelt Conference action right here on the Panthers Radio Network.
Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. 